for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, with 24 hours of commercial free programming. Hey everybody, this is Nick Rutherford, and you are lucky to be listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to call in. Step out of that shit like a homeless man trying to change his life. We do it so fresh, and we do what the fuck we want to do. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon, home of the $5 digital album. Log on to SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon banner to support The Green Room. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Green Room. We're doing it live here on LATalkRadio.com. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the show. Feel free to give us a call at any point on the LegalZoom self-help hotline, 323-203-0815. That's the LegalZoom self-help hotline. You can help yourself, too, by going to LegalZoom.com. Any LegalZoom product you order, enter green at the checkout, and you'll get the special Green Room discount. Special is just one of the adjectives I use to describe this next man, the voice of the green room, Logan Lystico. Logan, thanks for being on the show. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. April Fools. How's it going, Sean? I love you. <laughs> All right, Logan. I, pre- <laughs> <laughs> I had you for a moment. You didn't know what to do. <laughs> no, I, d- I didn't, Logan. It's Every day is a gift with you. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Now, Logan... You know, it's you said it's April Fools, and besides the month kicking off, of course April 1st is April Fools. There's also another important day in April, at least for most Americans, and that's Tax Day. Have you uh, have you already filed your taxes, Logan? I sure did, All and right. uh, I already got <laughs> my refund from the federal government, and then I got my refund from the state government, but that got eaten by your dog. <laughs> All right. So I had to have that reissued. <laughs> All right, so take us through the dog. Um, my dog, Buddy, lives at our house. Take us through... Basically, Sean got a new dog. How long has it been? A month? Six weeks? It's been a month. Yeah. You know, uh, for any girls listening, I take in rescues from time to time. <laughs> and, no, a friend of ours... He's the cutest dog. He's a chick magnet, I'm sure. Our friend of ours found this dog in Hollywood. He had no chip, no tag, no nothing. All he had was a, was a cute face and a... And a willing to take love on from other human beings. He's he's just he's a great dog. I, I'm not gonna bore people with talking about how great the dog is. I understand as as a person who didn't have a dog for a while, it, it is grating on people. And I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend plenty of time explaining how how much better my dog is than your crappy dog. I'm not gonna go there, Logan. Right. Not gonna go there. But he is. Uh, yeah, he is. So wait, where was I? <laughs> well, oh, sorry. Oh, the, so, so basically, we got the dog. you got yep. the dog a month ago, and uh, it's a brand new baby. You know, it's a puppy, and uh, you can't leave stuff out near puppies. They chew on everything. He's really <laughs> orally fixated. He never got to suck on his mommy on his teeth. So, uh, <clears throat> are you, are you like, are you a dog? Are you like the? Uh, you know what? I'm adopted, and I didn't get to suck on my mom's tatas, and I, so I'm thinking about the stuff do you like think, that all wait, the time. But do you th- <laughs> No, wait, now no, I, hold no, on, I mean, wait. that's just how I, that's just how I. Do you think that's something that's in the, in the back of your heads? Yeah. Somewhere in your subconscious, do you think that's affected you? Uh, well, definitely, because I just said that example because of that. <laughs> right, but there so are, was, are there. It's in the back of my mind. That's are there other. That's the only way it's affected me. Uh, 
Are there other things that in the I've back of your head? I've read that developmentally, breast milk is way better for you than uh, formula. I don't know. Probably not. I don't think so. But is there any? Is there any other? I chew there... on. I I as a person chew on a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, we're getting sidetracked though. So basically, <laughs> I I put I got the check. I was excited. I was gonna cash it. I put it on the coffee table. Left the room for like ten minutes. Came back. It was gone. Now I'm. I'm kind of a scattered person, so I right. thought I lost it or I misplaced it. So I looked for it for a while, and then I saw <laughs> it on the floor, and the look on my face scared Buddy. Like, he already knew. <laughs> he didn't even know what he was doing was wrong, but he knew. Like, I was furious when I saw that check lying on the floor all chewed up. And I unre- I was folded in fourths, so he only, like, chewed up one part of it. I unfolded it, and all of it was, like, all chewed up because <laughs> of the way I folded it. All right. awful. Now, so how do you how do you go about getting a new check from the IRS? It's not the IRS. It's the California tax something or other. And uh, I just sent uh, – I called them. I just called them, and they t- they told me they would send me something. But did they – I, I, I wish – they sent, I sent it back, and I should be getting my check. I wish I would have heard that conversation when you called them up and tried to oh, yeah. explain. <laughs> what did you say to them? You just go, I bet, hey – I actually I know- said uh, – because they always – they have to ask you what happened to your check – um, and I was just like, well, my roommate's dog chewed it up. And then she was like, okay, let me get your last name, blah, blah, blah. And then she went back to that, and she was like, now, what did you say your roommate did? He chewed <laughs> up your check? It's like, no, his dog did. That is funny, just the idea of me coming in, seeing your check, and just chewing into it. I like how she glossed over it and moved on <laughs> first, and then she went back to that, like, now. Right, if she, if she thought she heard... My roommate ate my check. There should be a follow-up question there. Or not, a pause. Not, yeah. not, okay, let me just get your check. Yeah, it should be something like, I'm assuming I heard you wrong. You didn't just say your roommate <laughs> ate your check. No, she hears that all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's the old classic excuse. My roommate ate my homework. <laughs> well, Logan, we're going to talk a little bit of animals here today. This is, this is an, an amazing story for a lot of reasons. I think you remember the story, I don't know how long it was ago, nine months ago, the trainer in Orlando was drowned to death by a killer whale. This killer whale killed it, or killed the trainer by taking it down and drowning him. First off, I, I love how when when something like this happens, immediately the people start defending the animal. Oh, he didn't he didn't mean to. He he just thought he was food. Yeah, for you don't know the psychology of this animal. <laughs> this animal, this is the third trainer this killer whale has killed. Maybe there is something to this animal. And and I love how people everyone. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know that. Actually, I didn't really know much about this story, but. Sure. This killer whale has killed two people, and they're still trying to train it to do tricks? No, it, it's – well, now its death total is up to three. It's taken down three trainers. Here's, here's well, my – I'm saying when, when, before the third guy died, yes. he knew that this killer whale <laughs> yes. had killed two other people. Yeah, and he was in the water with the whale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that guy's gone. What can I say? What a fucking idiot. Darwinism is happening. All right. Well, here you go. Here's here's the full news story on to kill him – or. Talikum? I don't know how you pronounce this whale's name. Returning. <laughs> it's probably not. Is Kill in there? Did you just add that? No. Talikum? <laughs> T-I-L-I-K-U-M. His return to SeaWorld. 
the whale involved in one of SeaWorld Orlando's worst incidents in history is back putting on shows for the public. Tillicum performed today <laughs> his first show since killing a trainer at the park last year. It was an emotional day for both the fans and the trainers. West, you... <laughs> oh, the fans don't care. They're back to see this whale. The yeah, fans they probably have no idea. The fans weren't emotional. If the fans were emotional, they would have taken this giant beast and threw it back into the sea. No, they're there back at Shamu Stadium. I was feel like... I feel like if the fans knew, they wouldn't go to that show. Oh, like if oh, that was no. like first on their mind, no. they, this guy, this whale murdered someone a year before. No, Logan. I mean, what? I would go, but I wouldn't bring my kids. <laughs> Yeah, listen, listen to this. It's insane. Stadium for the performance. Amanda Ober shows us Tillicum's first day back on the job. <laughs> I love that. First day back on the job. For all of you people who don't have jobs, this whale has murdered two people in cold, three people in cold blood, and he's still getting work. Many of the people who packed into Shamu Stadium for this morning's 11:30 performance came specifically to see Tillicum's return. <laughs> now there were some people. <laughs> hey, honey, pack up. No, I know it's a weekday. Want to perform some Tillicum on me? I know, I know it's a weekday. I know it's a week. I know we have to take the kids out of school, but there's only so many times that the whale is going to murder a trainer and make his triumphant return. Yeah, no, I know it's the third trainer he's killed, and it'll probably happen again, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Can you imagine watching a, a whale come back and do the same trick? He had just murdered an individual. we got to see this. Peter <laughs> protesters here outside SeaWorld, but inside, judging by the roar of the crowd... <laughs> Most everyone was pleased to see Tillicum back in the show. <laughs> the it's Jesus Christ. He's back. It's the whale that murders people. God. Here's my thing. If a well, I, 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 in defense of the fans, I believe, I really believe that over half of those people probably have no idea what's going on, and they just have fond memories of Shamu growing up, and they're bringing their kids. I'm, I want to believe Okay, that. I'll, give you, I'll give you 50%, Logan. But they said it was jam-packed for his <laughs> triumphant return. You heard them blasting the horns. Right. And uh. here's the thing. I know I sympathize with the animal in that it's a wild animal, and we shouldn't have brought it into captivity. And by being in its area, okay, I understand that. But don't I'm repeat just, the same I'm just, <laughs> mistake. As a society... If, if he kills one trainer, I, I think that means, okay, let that one go. I, I think I think if yeah. we if, – if there's certain wild horses that can't be broken. If a whale already killed once and he already smelled blood, in my mind, th that whale has earned his freedom. Okay? He he right. won. He, it's like <laughs> he the gladiator. Wins. Thumbs up. If you, if you murder the lion or do whatever you got to do to stay as a gladiator, that whale should get its freedom. It's like Russell, Russell Crowe. Just whale at SeaWorld and Wednesday, Tillicum, all six tons of him make quite a splash. <laughs> Tillicum is the whale responsible for the battery. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, man, this is great. This is Journalism 101. If I was a journalism professor, Logan, I would say this is how you, this is how you go from super triumphant to super serious in just a matter of seconds. <laughs> all six tons of him make quite a splash. Tillicum is the whale responsible <laughs> for the battering and drowning death of trainer Don Brancho in February of last year. Since then, he has not performed in any shows. But SeaWorld announced this week Tillicum would return to his original role of appearing at the end of the show to splash the crowd. He's the headliner. He's the, he's the headliner. This When I went to uh, SeaWorld... That's, I, the more I hear it, it's like really making me mad. It's like, <laughs> I feel like... It, it, people are going to an O.J. Simpson show or something. <laughs> it's like crazy. 
OJ man show. OJ only OJ only. OJ only murdered two people, Logan, first right. off. Yeah. And that waiter had it coming. We all know that. But I, as a performer, it is, kind, it is kind of depressing knowing that I will never <laughs> be able to kill three people, come back out on stage to a roaring applause. I would have trouble selling out Shamu <laughs> Stadium alone, even as I am now, without murdering any people. If I murdered two or three people, it would be really tough to sell out Shamu Stadium. But this guy, he just can't do anything wrong. And all he does is be fat and splash. <laughs> See, uh, the whale come back it was absolutely fantastic. Sea <laughs> Who's this guy? Did you so miss? This is before the third killing. No, this is after the third killing. He killed the third guy. That was the big news story nine months ago or last year. This is his triumphant return. They're bringing him back after. Oh, three I thought when he did return, he killed the third person. That's what. I, right, well, I, I mean, I guess he came back the second time, killed the third person. Right. I thought. And this is I his... thought now he's currently coming back and he just killed someone like the first day. Oh, so I was no. hearing this guy like still positive. I was like, oh, did someone no, die that day or not? <laughs> this is this is really great. Um, the guy commenting on how it was so great to see the whale again. See, uh, the whale come back it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Why did you miss the whale to begin with? This guy, you okay? You go to one. <laughs> yeah. You go one to Sea World trip per lifetime, pretty much, right? Okay, or yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> All right, depending on how old your kids are, I'll give you three Sea World trips. Once <laughs> when they're five, maybe you have another kid. Take him when he's six or seven. Okay, and then a third trip before they go off to college. You don't need to keep going to Sea World to see the same <laughs> every season. <laughs> Are you in love with this whale? This is really disturbing. He decided to return Tillicum to performing because it's important for his physical and mental health. What do you know about what? this? That makes no fucking sense. Every killer whale needs to perform in front of people, just what? like in nature. What? Why? Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they just concede the fact that maybe they don't know what this whale's mental health is? Maybe they're wrong. Maybe. Like, do they? I just I would say it's killed three people, <laughs> and it's probably not mentally in the best place. I would. I just love the idea that okay, we know what's best for the whale. I mean, yeah, sure. After he killed the first one, we he needed to perform again. By the way, what do they do to the whale when he murders people? Like, do they say like <laughs> bad whale? Right. And, like, does he feel bad like Buddy does? Like, does he lower <laughs> yeah, his head? Yeah. I mean, that's the perfect comparison. When we train the dog, if the dog bites something or whatever, you go up to him with a stern, a, a rolled up newspaper, you shake his nose, and you go, no. No, what? Do, yeah, what do you do to Every a whale? Every once in a while, we might hit him lightly, just yeah, to, so he gets the idea. Just a little but tap. Usually, a simple no will make him really scared and and like feel bad. Yeah. How do you negatively? <laughs> how do you? How do you? How do you enforce any sort of punishment on the whale? What do you just go with a like aluminum baseball bat and just whack on it? I mean, it's a whale. It doesn't feel anything. The whale has no consequences. What do you just? You waterboard it by putting your hand in its blowhole for a while. What do you do to this whale <laughs> to teach it? Is there, is there, uh, I don't know, is there some sort of training, whale spray, <laughs> cayenne pepper on the... Yeah, you got to spray like the trainer with no chew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're putting you in the sand for a while. You're in timeout, whale. Trainers have not been allowed in the water with any of the whales. I love how the trainers uh, were not allowed. <laughs> I love uh, how they're still dying to get back in. Literally dying to get back in with the whale. Chose death, but the theme park says it continues to make safety improvements, and it is possible trainers will like getting return rid of to the, the water in the future. Thousands of fans packed into Shamu Stadium just to catch Tillicum's debut. When asked about Tillicum's history of involvement in the deaths of three people total, <laughs> 
I love how she was cracking up. I don't know why. I love how she won't completely blame the whale. He's involved. He was involved. I played he was an accomplice in three murders. I was like Ray Lewis. I was just there at the night. I was just I didn't know what happened. My friend did something. <laughs> like like she's worried that she's gonna libel this whale. Like the whale's gonna sue her. Hey, I heard that news report. You can't prove anything, lady. You can't just go on and say I was directly responsible. When this... asked about Tillicum's history of involvement in the deaths of three people total, one of fans said they don't think that means he should be banned from performing. Uh, <laughs> it's not that he should be banned should from performing. bomb per- SeaWorld. Fuck that place. God, what a bunch of insane, insane it's, people. It's not that we should... <laughs> it's not that he should be banned from performing. He should be freed from performing. He's not a performing animal. Yeah, it's not like it's punishment to him to be banned. <laughs> yeah, it's not he doesn't like, want to perform. So, but Logan, Although that's... it is good for his mental health. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, oh, I can laugh at this all day. Performing. Wild animals, so, you know, things like that might happen, so I'm totally okay with it. Glad we were able to experience this first show back. <laughs> this woman's crazy. Uh, yeah, of course you're okay with out. it. It's of creeping co- me out. Of course you're okay with it, lady. It wasn't your son that went to marine biology school and then ended up getting drowned by this six-ton <laughs> mammal. No, it's not your son. It wasn't your brother. It wasn't your dad that died in the tank that day. Of yeah. course you're going to be fine with it, you insensitive bitch. He's <laughs> a man. I, I just, it just drives me crazy when we, when we kind of just throw off human lives for I, – I get it. It's a whale. It's majestic. I, I appreciate – I just hope these aren't the same people who are defending manatees. <laughs> you know, the the dumbass of the wild that just gets killed on its own. <laughs> like runs into motorboats and shit. <laughs> Stupid manatees have it coming. I like no, the, I like saying, the Jake it's and both ends of the spectrum. I mean, right. <laughs> the manatees. Okay, well at least No, I, I feel like the, I'm just saying I feel like these marine enthusiasts would probably <laughs> defend a manatee. And they're sitting here defending a whale who murders people, you know? <laughs> Just imagine the conversation at the office the next day. Tell her, you, you were out sick? Yeah, but uh, between you and me, I wasn't sick. I was down at SeaWorld. See, see that, that whale came back. I was there. See the shirt? Smell that. Smell that brine. You smell that? <laughs> That's the brine of a star, of a headlining whale that we keep in a cage. Are we really the top of the food chain if we're doing this? The, the whale, set the whale free. This is the one time I see eye to eye with PETA. Let this particular whale go. Okay, I get it. It's entertaining to watch whales do tricks. I enjoy it. it but it's even, time to let this whale go. It wouldn't kill anyone, right? If it, you let it go, it would be up in the Arctic Circle where no one is. How would it? Right? It's not like whales are, are sharks and swim up in shallow water and bite yeah. you and drag you down. No, they're going to be out. They're going to be deep in the ocean. Jesus. It's so weird. They must justify it somehow. They must think that. The whale wouldn't survive in the wild because. And this been... is this is a weird thing because obviously these trainers really seem to like animals, but then they're they're arguing with the PETA people who really claim to like animals. Like this must be a weird contingency because <laughs> you meet people that are animal people. Yeah. And okay, I I love animals. It's a weird group of people. It's a ver- diverse group of people. Because I right. feel like we both but like then, animals. Yeah, we like animals, but <laughs> it's on a spectrum. I think where it gets crazy is when they start throwing the animal in, in front of the person or valuing it. You go down right. to the dog park. You want to you wanna meet some chicks that, are, that have some daddy issues? Go down to the bu- dog park. <laughs> Every one of these old housefrows that are taking their dog out there are looking for dad's love that was <laughs> never there. 
You know what I'm talking about, Logan. When you go down there, there's some people that are really into their dogs. Yeah. And they don't even talk to you as <laughs> if you're a human being. They'll I've talk even, to you. I've even met people around here like that. Yeah. Really <laughs> into their dogs. They'll talk. They won't even talk to you directly. They'll talk to you through your dog. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey there, little guy. What's your dad's name? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I haven't met those people yet. Well, they're out there. Trust me, Logan. Trust me, they're out there. I, got, I do have to say, though, before we move on, that every sure. time I took I, I took care of your dog while you were gone, and when I took him to the dog park, he always managed to run up to the weirdest people. Yeah. I, wanna somehow, <laughs> I never had anyone say, like, who's your, what's your daddy's name or anything like that, but they were always, like, I want to somehow train off. the dog to only approach the very few cute chicks that are at the dog park. All right, yeah. we, got a, uh, we got a call here. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yo, bro, Zach. What's the fuck, motherfucker? <laughs> What's up, Zach? What's up, Zach? You been drinking? Oh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking at airport chicken and peace. They keep delaying my goddamn flight, and now I was a son of a bitch. <laughs> Zach is, uh, you know, of course, the hometown friend. He's the regular on the Townie Talk segment. So, Zach, you, you're planning on flying down. I know I was talking to you earlier. You're planning on flying down to Florida. You're going to take a vacation down there. So what they they Fine. keep <laughs> they keep delaying your flight so you're just hanging out at Chickie and Pete's getting drunk. Yeah, dude, I took a taxi to Cold One City over here at Chickie and Pete's airport style and getting some crab fries and drinking a thousand pitchers. Uh-huh. And my bill is like two hundred seventy-five dollars. <laughs> so you probably would have just been better off taking a completely different flight, flying through some other city just to avoid the two hundred seventy-five bar tab that you're racking up at the Philadelphia airport. <laughs> Yeah, this place is ridiculous, man. Some guy says, oh, you can't plug in your charger there, man. You're going to have to move it. And my shit's all not dead and everything. I'm like, I got to call a phone call right now. <laughs> what, have you, what have you been drinking, Zach? I don't know. Gin and tonic, a couple of beers, this and that. This guy's giving me shots and stuff. He's saying Phillies and everything. And I was punching. He to punch out this Yankees guy. Fucking CC's back. You know, he's real good. You know, fat bitch. <laughs> all right, Zach. So, okay, all right, real quick, what's your take on uh, opening day? What's your take on the uh, 2011 Major League Baseball season? Uh, I would have to say Phillies tomorrow are going to win the championship. Um, I'm saying Holiday no hitter, perfect game. Phillies 20 nothing. Holiday or um, fucking Howard 20 home runs. All right, I so, like it. Like the prediction, Zach. Well, Zach, we're about to get into this uh, Steven Seagal tank story. You want to hang on the line? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, dude, so I can listen to the show because fucking Wi-Fi blows ass in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hang on the line, Zach. We're going to we're gonna break down this uh, Steven Seagal tank story. I don't nice. Know... <laughs> All right. I, I, don't, I don't know well, any... Logan. <laughs> you just, What's up? You just yelled your name, Logan. All right. We'll All right do... I'll be quiet. All right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how else to tee up this next story, but it's, it's Steven Seagal in the tank. Enjoy. In a massive show of force, Maricopa County sheriffs executed a search warrant and arrested the homeowner, Jesus Yovera, for suspected <laughs> cockfighting. He was alone in the house, sleeping and unarmed. I think taxpayers need to be shocked. Robert Campos is Yovera's attorney. He believes the operation costs tens of thousands of dollars. 
He says there was no probable cause his client was armed or dangerous and believes this entire scene was basically a stage to help actor Steven Seagal's TV show, Lawman. Seagal was riding in the tank. 115 birds. All right, so Steven Seagal is in a tank breaking up a cockfighting cock ring. Now, what, what That's about, hilarious. And, and as a taxpayer, I totally agree with this guy's lawyer. As a taxpayer, you got to be insanely aggravated. You don't, to break up a cockfight, you need like a garden hose. You don't need a, yeah. you certainly don't need Steven Seagal and a tank. If anything, oh, you need Steve, one cop to show up and just say, all right, everybody out of here. That's it. All right, you need Steven Seagal on foot. Maybe that's it. You don't, definitely don't need the tank. You don't need the tank and Steven Seagal. I, I really hope they turn this into an episode of Lawman. This is, this is going to be great. <laughs> and then listen to what happens to the birds. 115 birds were euthanized <laughs> on the spot, and thousands of dollars in damages were made to the property. Euthanized on the spot. So, so hey, this is what we're doing. Uh, hey, oh, hey, stop you stop killing, killing stop killing these uh, gamecocks. We gotta come in and well, of course we're gonna have to put all these all these chickens to rest. What's the point? Just let Jesus fight them to death. Yeah. At least there's a chance some of the some of the birds could have won. Logan, let's say there's 110 birds. Okay, they each fight each other to the death. That means 50, yeah, exactly. 55 birds still make it out alive. This way, they all die. Yep, and Jesus makes it. was convicted of a misdemeanor last year of attending a cockfight and has <laughs> no history of owning weapons. Yet MCSO says they had reason to believe Yulvera may be armed. We're going to. <laughs> I just love how they got an inside tip. <laughs> hey, we heard this. We heard this cockfighting guy is armed. We gotta, we gotta bring it down. Of course. Well, yeah, obviously we gotta break up this cockfighting ring. What do we? Oh, heavy artillery, M16, <laughs> Steven Seagal. There might be Al Qaeda involved <laughs> with this cockfight. Oh God, what a, what a waste of taxpayer money, Logan. That is, that is aggravating tax. You know, just totally just pissing money that's away. That's another thing. I mean, I'm really gonna come off as someone who's not into animals, but I swear I am. But I don't have any problem <laughs> with cockfighting. Okay. Well, I can say I can see that because cocks are are lower on the food chain. It's certainly not as as damaging as as some animals. Did you see this, Logan? They just posted this video. The GoDaddy CEO Bob Parsons. There's a video of him on the internet shooting an elephant in in Africa. Holy he goes, shit! That's he goes, super <laughs> illegal, right? Yeah. Damn. Well, it's in Africa. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily legal or illegal in that particular country. And who knows? Oh yeah, no, it definitely is. Poaching. Well, I'm I'm sure it's considered poaching, sure it's illegal, but I don't even know how well they enforce it. Yeah. But anyway, he 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 shoots this home video of him walking around with a shotgun, shoots an elephant, and then he cuts up the elephant. And the next day, all these villagers, there's there's literally mayhem around this elephant as they're all just ripping apart the elephant meat, all just eating it. Whoa. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's just, they I did it raw. What's up? Did they eat it raw? Yeah, they were just – I don't know if they were eating it raw, but they were just ripping the, the meat off the elephant. Wow. It was a crazy thing. And then to add – to make it even that much crazier, in the background, Hell's Bells of ACDC is playing while these, oh, these villagers are just <laughs> ripping this elephant apart. At the end of the video, does it say go to GoDaddy.com to see the rest? <laughs> yes. And that's, the, that's the hilarious part. You're a CEO. Don't you realize – That's uh, aw- I, I mean that's awesome in a way. 
<laughs> I want to be that rich eccentric <laughs> CEO. Well, now he's now he's going to be in trouble. Now GoDaddy's rival is just playing this video right. and and offering <laughs> and offering hey you can change domains using our our website. We're offering a four dollar change fee. You can just transfer your domain over. And so it's hilarious because all these African villagers are wearing GoDaddy hats and they're just ripping up this elephant. Here's the I mean, thing. It though. sounds like you fed a fucking village. God, it's just so topsy turvy. All this animals <laughs> versus humans shit. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what I have a problem. If I'm a GoDaddy shareholder, or if I'm in, if I work at GoDaddy, my problem is you. You got to have some common sense. If you're gonna, if you're a CEO for a, of a company, and you're gonna go over and murder an elephant. That's your own business, okay? We can deal with that on a separate time, but you shouldn't be filming it and, and sending it around <laughs> knowing that it's going to get out on the internet with product placement of people wearing the GoDaddy hats. Now, did he not do that on purpose? Because that sounds like a viral video that someone would do on purpose. It, sa- it sounded like, I don't know, I think they, uh, they have some text on the video and it said, this was my vacation, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if he released it. I'd like to think that he didn't release it. At least he would have some sense in that, but who knows? Maybe he just thought it was such a good idea to murder an elephant that, <laughs> hey, why not Why not throw that out on the internet? Why not just see, hey, maybe people enjoy seeing a ele- – I mean, you just got to understand how publicity works to understand that <laughs> this is not a good idea. You think you get in trouble, go daddy, for showing some scantily clad women. <laughs> showing you shoot open an elephant's brain right. and then have villagers rip it apart. That's, that's going to be a PR storm. Wouldn't you agree, Logan? Sure. I think those, uh, what was that band that... <laughs> What's up? What was that band that stopped traffic on the 101 that we interviewed? Oh, to remember the Imperial Stars? Yeah, they may li- they may go for something like that. <laughs> that sounds like something those knuckleheads would have. Yeah. I, although, yeah, man, they, they raised all that money and awareness for starving children, and this guy's doing the same thing. He's Yeah, yeah. everyone's got their own way of feeding starving children, Logan. Some people do it <laughs> some by... Some people do it with food. Some people park a bus on the 101. Some people <laughs> right. murder an elephant and, and chop it up and let villagers eat it. It's all, it's, it's all getting to this. It's all getting to the bottom of it. I found this clip: Barack Obama being interviewed by uh, Univision, and he's they're asking him about technology and what he uses. I, I thought I found this pretty good. Do you have an iPad? I do have an iPad. Your own computer? I've got my own computer. Very well. Yeah. I mean, I, the uh, what? You, the, Jorge, I'm the president of the United States. You think I've got a? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? You think I've got to? You think I, you think I've got to go borrow somebody's computer? <laughs> hey man, can I borrow your computer? How about you? You got one? Ah, I like that. He's he's Good. being sarcastic. That's what people don't understand. By the way, I love I I love Barack Obama more and more. Everyone hates him more and more as time goes on, but I like him more and more because I feel like he's not being fake. I don't know. I feel like he's not fake. Okay. I'll concede that. I mean, I see why people are, are people are always frustrated. People are frustrated with the economy. People are frustrated with his foreign policies. People are frustrated with his ability to pass legislation. Yeah. Okay. I, all all things that none of these people who are frustrated could do either. <laughs> that, right. I mean, I mean everyone thinks they're everyone whatever, thinks but. they're 
political point of view is right. Whatever. You have to give it up for Obama in the sense that he knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to be charming on these TV shows and stuff like that. I'm just saying other politicians, hey, let's say you got a different message than Barack Obama, fine. But at least you'd have to kind of give him daps as far as look at how he handles the crowd, look at how he handles questions. He's kind of being fun. He's being sarcastic. Well, People this... and and look at the the crowd erupted in laughter. It wasn't even a great joke. It was just, yeah. hey, yeah, of course I have a computer. Well, I'm the president. It's kind of showing that he's comfortable with who he is, but he's not. He's not being. He's not like looking down on them. But he is saying like, well, let's not. I'm not gonna play coy. I'm the president. Of course I have a computer. <laughs> That's you know. And it's the same thing like the speech he gave earlier in the week. Not to get too serious, but he. Uh, in his war speech, now I'm not saying I'm for or against any of this of his policies or what's going on, but in his speech he actually pointed out that we need to measure every military action against the benefits to our country. And I don't, I've never heard any president in my lifetime say anything like that. They always act like we're uh, saving uh, democracy and freedom everywhere across the world, and that's obviously not true. Most people know that. And Barack Obama said it in a more pragmatic way, like, yeah, this is exactly what's going on. We're doing it here because we have interests in this part of the world, and we're ignoring stuff that's happening in Africa because, you know, we can't afford to police the world. Okay. Well said, <laughs> Well said, Logan. Well said. I feel bad. I feel I bad. Sh- Never mind. What's Go up? Ahead. Nothing. Well, what were you going to say? Uh, well... Don't worry about it. Go ahead. What? <laughs> no, no. Now you have to finish your point. What, what else are you gonna it, say? Well, there was no point. I just, I was just gonna say. I wish you'd heard me. <laughs> I don't know if you're a listener or not. You look. No, I was listening. listening. I just, I can't. <laughs> That's why I said like, never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Logan, I'm, awful. I'm listening to the show. That was awful. <laughs> I know, I know. Occasionally, you tune <laughs> That's out. That's why but... I didn't want to say, say anything. Right, Logan, I'm, I'm hosting the show. I'm listening. I'm also preparing the next thing. I'm keeping in touch with what's going on. I got, I got you've stuff got, written you've down. Got I got a whole clips. list of clips to do. I, I got clips. Yeah. I got the board. I got the, I got the thing. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah. That's I'm listening was, though, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't tune you out when you're, we're on a radio show. I'm constantly listening to the show. That's my job. <laughs> Didn't want to go off on this tangent. That's why. I kept oh no, I, li- I like tangents. They they <laughs> add to the program. I feel bad for Zach because I just I was in Costa Rica, and I flew back. And when I was flying back from Costa Rica, we had a layover in uh, Guatemala City, in Mexico. And well, first off, the the guy that I'm sitting next to, it was. All right, so there's there's two people in a three person row. It's this guy, then an empty space, then me, and this guy is is still that annoying. Even with the one seat buffer, the guy was really that <laughs> annoying. He had no book, no iPod, no nothing. Uh, the only thing that kept him busy the entire flight was just heavy breathing, <laughs> or boring me with his stupid life. Uh. This is at one point he goes to me, you know, I got an absolute bottle collection. So a whole collection of absolute absolute bottles. Yep, it's pretty sweet. You want to see some pictures? It's like, no, dude. I, oh my god. I, I believe you. Yeah, one time, <laughs> one time I was here and they had some. Uh, yeah, duty free store here. It's best duty free store. Okay, okay, dude. I get it. It's the best duty free store. I was there and there were these uh, absolute promo girls, and uh, I told them I had an absolute bottle collection. They were like, oh, whatever. And then I showed them the pictures and they're like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh. So it was pretty. <laughs> These uh, chicks that are getting paid fifteen dollars an hour to pretend they're into absolute, yeah, I'm sure they were really into your shit. God. Oh, and it was the worst because we're in we're in Guatemala City, and you land the plane, and then they get you off the plane. 
you have to go through Mexican security, and then you go back on the same plane once again. And they just they just rip open your bags, go through everything. And this also this also occurred to me that this entire time I was flying, I had green room pr- pr- uh, promotional lighters. Like when I went down to Costa Rica, I I, threw, I had like ten lighters in my bag. When I left for Costa Rica, no one said anything, got through, nothing, no problem. When they skinned my bag in Costa Rica, the guy's like, oh, okay, you can go, just uh, there's one lighter in there. So I gave the guy the one lighter, kept going. Then when I landed in Guatemala City, they found two more lighters. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you can't get on, you got these two lighters. So I gave him the two lighters. And then I landed in America, and I still found five more lighters in my same bag. The point After is... you landed. Right, yeah, the... Wow. No, and on these international airlines, you know how normally when you're... You didn't um, wear your bomb shoes, though, right? No, That's I didn't. Okay. I, I left those at home. <laughs> you know how normally when you do these inner... Or when you do the flights, especially the domestic flights, they're real strict about, hey, turn that iPod off. We're landing. Turn that iPod off. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, both times, uh, to and from Costa Rica, I kept my iPod on the entire time. You know what happened? The no, plane didn't crash. It doesn't crash. do anything. My dad, my dad was a pilot, and he told me that doesn't do anything. They don't do. It, obviously, it doesn't do anything. If if it really, I think if everyone's, uh, if everyone has a Game Boy on and they're playing it in the plane, it may mess with the electrical stuff a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, we don't need to be that cautious about it. Honestly, if if they really were that worried about. It interfering with the plane. Do you think you'd be able to take a cell phone on if it was really that big of a risk? Yeah. Obviously, they're not going to be able to monitor you. It's just something they do to kind of work you over. Like, all right, hey, we'll tell you not to use it, so you won't use it. And then, you know, that just shows we're in charge. I think there's, <laughs> some, I think there's a psychology to it. I'm not even being crazy. I think there is something to the idea of early on they want to establish, hey, I'm the flight attendant. I'm, you, Whatever I say, you do. I think there's it's part al- of that. There's also... The idea that maybe, you know, you never know what electronics someone has, so you might as well just make it so that no one can use their cell phones or anything. Because someone may have a satellite phone that messes with their instruments. Whatever. I hear you, Logan. <laughs> I hear you. I see where you're getting at, Logan. I see where you're getting at. Let's see. We Well, we had uh, Zach call in. He was a little, he was, <laughs> he was fired up, kind of a tipsy, raging about <laughs> the MLB 2011 season. This is... You know, Drinking can go one of two ways. You can go really angry or you can go really affectionate, as this one girl proved. I guess this guy, this is what's great about technology. We would have never heard this voicemail years ago. I guess this guy went to a bar and it sounded like he picked this girl up, got her number, or he gave her his number too. And then I guess he just met this girl and had to go home or whatever, went home, and she left him this voicemail, which is... It, it ranks up there for uh, one of the all-time best drunk dials. <laughs> I hope that, you know, you know, everything's good. But um, hope you have a great Friday night. You deserve a great weekend. And um, call me, email me, IM me, fax me, page me. You have all my contact information. <laughs> Can't wait to hear from you soon. Have a great night, Ryan. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Oh, um, and if you need to get in touch with me, I'll be at Jamba Juice. So, you know, <laughs> where I work, Jamba Juice, that's J-A-M-B-A-J-Juice. <laughs> Juice as in J, like, um... <laughs> You're going to miss it, Logan. First off, there's a, there's a whole other minute and a half that was cut out before this. Like... 
like um, jazz and shoot. Oh my gosh, you make me so nervous, Ryan. <laughs> jazz and jazz and juice. Jazz and juice. You as in Eunice, like the name. Eunice, of course, starts with the knee. I love that name. I as in I. She as in cat. I as in I. She as in he. Okay. Um. So I'll be a Jamba Deuce. Talk to you soon. And um. Yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call whenever. I'm available. I'm single. You know. Yeah. Okay. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. She's really, she made it sure there was no excuse of him not getting in touch with her. Right. Well, especially she threw in the fax number there. (laughs) Have you ever, have you ever got any drunk dials from chicks, Logan? Uh, not in a long time. Not since college, I don't even think. Yeah. I think college is probably, maybe drunk in text. I think texting now is probably more the way to go. Instead of the drunken phone call. Yeah, I really haven't gotten one in a long time. Do you want one, Logan? Maybe we can set that up. (laughs) I do want one. Did you ever do that? Did you ever regret drunkenly calling a chick? Um, no, I, I I don't like. I get really drunk at the comedy garage and I say inappropriate things to girls. Yeah, like what? I'm never sure what they are. I don't know. There's this one girl. Actually, it sounded like she got really drunk and said something to me. And I must have turned her down at the really? comedy garage. Which yeah. chick? Uh, someone named Lizzie. <laughs> okay, so wait. All right, so 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 okay. Basically, this is the story. We're we're at a comedy garage, and she comes up to me one day, and and or you know, at the party, and was just like, uh, "Hey, Logan. So listen, what <laughs> I said last time. You know, I'm I'm kind of embarrassed. And I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Did you say something really embarrassing to me like last? thing and I don't remember it maybe we should just maybe you should just not tell me what it was and she didn't <laughs> oh man she didn't she didn't give you any indication of what she said well I think she's was coming on to me and I just turned shut her down <laughs> really? she not was she not attractive why'd you turn her down yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay I mean I, I have to assume fair enough fair <laughs> enough she Logan. Wasn't when I was sober <laughs> <laughs> right if she wasn't hot enough when you were drunk then <laughs> odds are she wasn't hot enough when you were and vice versa. Exactly. Let's see. Well, well, we got a couple more things here. to. Oh, uh, my buddy Casey Fay, comedian Casey Fay in the Cream Sketch Group. They're an uh, improv troupe, if you call it. I think that's what they refer to it these days. Apparently, this uh, character named Raekwon, he's a rapper. And, you know, I'm a diehard Grateful Dead fan, of course. Raekwon. Oh, was he a, in uh, that thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> in a uh, Grateful Dead show. That's not how he started out. I love how he oh, shouted cool. out the Grateful Dead. Here's why. I, here's why I play that clip. I, a, it's, a, it's talking about the Grateful Dead. I could talk about them all day, but it reminded me of a story. I was walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard, and if you've never been to Hollywood Boulevard, part of the Hollywood Boulevard experience is not only are you accosted by these weird, sketched-out homeless people who are dressed up like various forms of super superheroes. <laughs> if you want, if you want to, if you're looking for some, if you're looking or to whatever. Keep, doesn't even have to be from a movie. Could right. Be anything. Right. They kind of they kind of come up with their own ideas. Whatever they're, they whatever. There's a documentary costume they find in the garbage. That's what they exactly. There's a documentary about them. I what I would recommend is go on YouTube and uh, occasionally like two Batmans will will stumble across the same turf and then they'll <laughs> right. fight it out. There's a video of them uh, fighting it out and you just hear a kid in the background going, "Why is why is Spider-Man hitting that man?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's just these two homeless uh, costume characters going at it. It's it's very entertaining. I, I looked that up on YouTube. So anyway, I'm there walking on Hollywood Boulevard, and this guy comes up to me. Another thing they do is they try to sell you CDs. These guys who right. think they're going to be the next rap superstar come up and try to sell you the CD. Like, hey, man, yo, yo, check this out. Listen to my – you like rap? You like hip-hop? And then you listen to it, and you're like, all right, yo, what the CD? They'll put the CD in your hand, and then they'll go, $15. So it's it's kind yeah. of a it's a scam, and then they get really angry if you don't even give them a chance to listen. It's like, dude, I, I almost got in a fight with the guy the one time. He was really aggressive. It's just like I don't I don't want to listen to your music. It's not my type of music. I have a bet. If I have time and really want to check out your music, I'll do it. I'll do it on my own time. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll hear about you later. This guy he saw me coming and he goes, Yo, homie, what kind of music you like? I go, The Grateful Dead. He goes, Oh yeah, that's right. Yo, yo, this is my boy. They call him the Rap Grateful Dead. Oh, I, I, I story. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I don't even know if that's how you would say that. He goes, yeah, no, they call him the Rap Grateful Dead. Yeah, you're going to like it. Yo, Tony, Tony, homie, who they say you sound like? And obviously Tony wasn't in on the conversation, so he had no idea. He's right. like, Pac, dude, Pac. <laughs> of course, he didn't say dude. He screamed the N-word. But he goes, Pac. And I... I go, see, I, I'm good, thanks. He goes, no, no, the other one, the other one. They say you sound like he's like Biggie. He's like, no, <laughs> no, opposite. no, the Grateful Dead, son. He's like, oh, yeah, the Grateful Dead. Oh, like God. they were, like they were pulling the wool over my eyes. Like, oh yeah, they, they <laughs> clearly that's his third nickname, the <laughs> perhaps Grateful Dead. Well, that's what they called both Pac and Biggie. Well, <laughs> Jay, Jay Z has that line, "Raps Grateful Dead." Yeah. Speaking of that, Wax is uh, Wax has been blowing up. Wax, he's a uh, the vo- uh, the music of the green room. He he he's uh, been nice enough to uh, come on the show a lot, let us play his songs on there. He's he's done plenty of interviews. I was in his music video, Dispensary Girl, yep. and it's funny, especially like some of my friends back home, or especially my brother. Now my brother is the biggest Wax fan. After this latest mixtape ca- came out, he's like, "Oh my God, Wax is awesome!" Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like. Charlie, I, I, I've, I've been saying Wax has been the man for so long, and you know, I, obviously, all of our friends have. We're all, we're all big fans. We all, we all love his music, and especially, you know, even before he was as popular as he was, if you, if someone asks you, you're like, oh yeah, check this guy out. And I, I realized, like, no one back home believed me that he was good just because of my own personal taste in music, or they think like, <laughs> oh right. yeah, I mean. In their defense, what are the odds I'm going to be friends with the next big thing in hip-hop? It's a million to one. Right. Like, what are, they just assume, my brother goes, oh, I assume, my brother goes, I assumed he was a clown because you were friends with him. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Well, I said, I said the entire time. And now he's like, yo, yo, do you talk to him? I'm like, yeah. I mean, you listen to the show. I, I have him on. It's just funny how certain people won't. It's it's funny how you realize like oh, okay people don't take my opinion seriously when it comes to <laughs> right. emerging hip hop artists I'm I'm fine with that I feel bad that maybe these guys weren't on to wax sooner I I feel bad that you know for for whatever but it is funny you you start seeing like oh okay now they see I, the- I mean objectively I can see it until you get one of his albums because his albums are what rock and then he puts he puts a lot of other stuff out there that's promotional and it's funny but it's obviously not as good as his album that's that's where it's at and i think if you don't spend money on that i mean he is this the first this is the first thing he put out that was free i think that was 100 percent a free 
It's a mixtape. It's not an album, but it's kind of an album. Yeah, I mean, he's he's always, like you said, he started up, um, you know, he's grown his career from just from basically from doing YouTube videos. And I actually read an article in Rolling Stone that says uh, that said YouTube is actually the number one source for music in the world. Because yeah, what happens is these kids that are 13 and 18, you know, like that younger demographic, the 13 to 18 year olds, that's what they do instead of going on. They don't have any money. They don't have to buy CDs or to hook up their iTunes account. They just go on YouTube where everything's free. And that's how they hear about the next big thing. That's how they hear about, you know, whatever band's coming out. And it's easy for them. It's free. And now, you know, they're finally getting to the point where you, you can make money off selling the advertising. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's my point. Wait, that was awesome, Logan. <laughs> You're like, and yeah. Damn it. <laughs> what do you, what? Come on, Logan. Give me something now. You can't leave me hanging like that. Um. Well, I was just gonna say, I work. When I'm working on the computer, you can just pull up a YouTube, search any song, and it's there. Right. You know? it, it is. And it you is. Play it. It's not like you have to go to Pandora and type in a band, and maybe you'll get something that kind of sounds like that band. Even though that is awesome too. Pandora is great, but YouTube. You find the exact song you want, push play, and then you can keep working till the song's over, and then find the next song you want to hear. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here, but we got this. I feel like it's pertinent to play this audio. It's just it's interesting. A tornado touched down in uh, Hempfield, Pennsylvania, and of course, a guy was just <laughs> hanging out there and, and had to record it. So here here you go. That's a tornado. <laughs> right now we're in Hempfield, Pennsylvania, March 23rd. <laughs> 2011 star date this tornado we don't get tornadoes here this tornado right here <laughs> it's coming hard <laughs> it's coming down hard it is right above us do you see that <laughs> do you see that oh my god it's it's ripping stuff apart <laughs> this is a tornado guys this is a tornado oh my god if you could see that <laughs> oh my god it landed! Oh my god! Tornado! Tornado! Uh, <laughs> this is great. I mean, can you imagine? I, w- I haven't seen the video. Is it far away? I don't know. I mean, it's a tornado. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't gonna hurt him. <laughs> I mean, it was getting close. I could see why he was scared. But it did make me think: when the world actually ends, or if the, if there are chariots coming right. in the sky on fire, the first people are gonna turn the video cameras on. Right. There's gonna be there's gonna be a sweet moment when the world's ending, Logan. We're looking at maybe a 20, 30 minute window, depending on how long it takes God to rain down fire. It's but, gonna start off as a double rainbow. Moment. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God! It's so beautiful. Oh my God! Oh my God! It's coming for us. That reminds me, that double rainbow guy. I got to take him up on his camping trip. And the last time he was on, we, we read that email where afterwards he said, "Anytime I come up to Yosemite, he's down to hang out and go rainbow chasing with him." He's yeah, like, yeah. "We'll make some videos. Who knows?" I, well, I, I have a feeling that was kind of his 15 minutes, but he, he seems to be parlaying it into uh, quite the career. Well, speaking of my own career, I'll be at the Asylum Theater tomorrow night in Hollywood, 10:30. It's on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard there. You can uh, check that out. It's, the show's called First Fridays. I won't be uh, won't be murdering anyone, so I don't know if it'll be sold out. <laughs> oh. It's a call back to the killer whale, Logan. <laughs> All right, let's uh, wrap things up with a haiku here, Logan. Sure. Zach is very drunk. <laughs> killer whales do kill people tornadoes aren't fun
Okay, and uh, real quick, I'm going to announce this uh, promotion. If you guys were listening to the show tonight, you can email me one of the three things that Logan talked about in his haiku to Sean at SeanTGreen.com, and you'll be entered to win a Comedy Garage DVD. That's right, the Comedy Garage movie, which you can buy at TheComedyGarageMovie.com. You can enter to win it for free if you just email Sean at SeanTGreen.com. Email me one thing that Logan said in his haiku, and you'll be entered to win. And I'll definitely sign it. I don't know if we can get everybody to sign it. But <laughs> All right, you, you got Logan's autograph locked up, people. Make sure you just uh, include one thing he said to the haiku. We do it live here every Thursday, 8 o'clock, latalkradio.com. This has been The Green Room. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe to the podcast. Or follow the show on Twitter, at Green Room Show.